All right, I want, I want to talk to you for a few moments. We have been on this journey, uh, uh, getting ready for Christmas, getting ready for Christmas. And as you know, we, are, we have entered a season where, uh, where it's only a, a week away. Christmas is a week away, and, and, and people are just excited. People are getting just kind of uh, uh, energized, and you can feel the excitement. As a matter of fact, a lot of people probably have gone shopping this weekend because th- this is the last weekend to finish their shopping. But we're glad that, 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 uh, that they can do that. That's fine. You know, that's part of the Christmas season. But, but help us not to forget what Christmas is really all about. Christmas is all about our, the, the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ, right? And, uh, and that's what it's all about. That's what Christmas, as we think about it and, and focus on that. And we have been on a journey in the last couple of weeks talking about getting ready for Christmas. We talk about how that encounter that Zachariah had when the Holy Spirit uh, spoke to Zachariah that, you know, that John, his wife, Elizabeth, was going to have a child and, they were, and, and, and John the Baptist was going to be born and he was going to be the forerunner. He was going to be the one that was going to prepare the way for the Messiah. He was going to prepare the way for the Lord. So, so he had an encounter of the, of, the, of, the, of, the, of the angel and spoke to him. And then we also, then we transition, we talk about last week about Mary, how also Mary had an encounter of the Holy Spirit that she was going to be with child and, and, uh, and give birth uh, to, the, to a Savior, that would be Jesus. And, and, and we talked about how she was willing to, to surrender her life and be submissive to, to the things of uh, uh, what the Lord was going to have, use her in a powerful way. And, and that's one thing that we as uh, during this time of the year, that we always remember the Christmas season. And, and I know sometimes we forget about it and we think, well, you know, especially if you grew up in church as a, as a Christian believer, you've been in church all your life, uh, you've heard a lot of the, the, the messages of Christmas during this time of the year. And, 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 it's, and, it's, and it's expected, right? It's expected to talk about the birth of the Lord. But, you know, there's a lot of people out there who have never heard the gospel. They really they have, they don't know. They have no concept of what, what, what it's all about, what Christmas really the meaning of Christmas, how it brings hope and, and, and salvation, and, and, and it can transform the life. So, so Lord, help us for us never to take for granted um, of, of the gospel, the message of Christmas, because it's very easy to tune it out. You know what? I've heard the story every year. I know what Christmas is all about, and, and, you know, and I know all of that, and it's very easy for us to get kind of, uh, you know, just kind of shut it out in our minds and, you know, and not think about it anymore. But really, we always had a, we have to be open in our hearts. We got to be open in our hearts because you never know what, what God can be telling us to even through, through the Christmas season and, and, and so on in the Christmas sermons and the Christmas teaching. You know, th- I believe there's always something we can learn from what God has for us. Amen. I believe that there's always, every time you open the scripture, there's something, there's a new revelation, there's a new understanding. And as we have been on this journey, talking about getting ready for Christmas, um, in, in the encounter of Zachariah, and the encounter um, with Mary. But I want to talk to you about today, <clears throat> about God's visitation. And that was uh, um, the story we talk about today is, is about Joseph. Joseph... Um, you know, concerning Joseph, the husband of Mary, and the scripture he that, that he received when he found out out Mary that that he was bestowed to or engaged to was pregnant, and and, and he wasn't even the father. Can I, you know, so so here let us put ourselves in a moment uh, in the shoes 
or, or in, in Joseph's perspective. You know, because you don't hear a whole lot about Joseph. Really, you don't. You, 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 watch the, the, you watch the manger scene, and you see Mary, and you see the, you see, you see the baby Jesus, and you see the, the wise man, and you see the, all the, the animals, and, and then you see Joseph, who's just there. You know? and, and, and you stop and wonder sometimes, what is he thinking? What's going through his mind? What, what? Because you don't hear a whole lot about him throughout the scriptures. You, know, you hear about him in the beginning of the stories, but as the story progresses and, and the story goes on, you don't hear a whole lot about him. But I believe there is so much to learn about this man. And as we read in the scripture this morning in the book of Matthew, chapter 1, uh, from 18 to 25, this is what it says. Now the birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been bestowed to Joseph, before they, come, they came together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. And her husband Joseph, being a just man and unwilling to put her to shame, resolved to divorce her quietly. But as he considered these things, behold, an angel of the Lord <clears throat> appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will, she will bear a son, and you should call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sin. And all this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke from his sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took his wife, but knew her not until she had given birth to a son. And call his name Jesus. You know, in the culture of the time, being being bestowed means more than than engagement. <clears throat> like having our culture today, um, you know, it, it's just a short of, of being uh, married and involved in actual contract between the two families. So, so when, when they were bestowed or, or engaged on the on on those times. It was a serious thing. Not, nowadays, people just break out just for no reason, you know. You know, I don't like what you post on social media, so I'm going to break up with you now. And, you know, and, and they break up for any reasons or, or whatever. But in, in those times, it, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was like they were married. It was a serious, it was a serious engagement. You know, it, it, was not, it was not taken lightly at all. So they had, it was a commitment. So to end the contract involved a divorce procedure. In other words, it, it was like getting divorced. If they got engaged, they had to go through the whole procedure like, like, like a divorce. You know, so, so it was a serious thing. Now, think about Joseph for a, moment, for a minute. He, he, have not, he had had no relationship with Mary, but, but, but she's expecting. She's a child. So what could be, what if he concluded? The same thing that all of us would. At first, it would be a horrible surprise to know, hey, what's going on here? And yet... Even thinking the worst about poor Mary, he was a such kind man that he wanted to avoid. Think about it. He wanted to avoid the shame, shaming her and had to decide to divorce her quietly. That even though he, he, he was surprised and he was like, man, what, what, why is this happening? What, what happened? We, you know, we're engaged. We're committed to one another. You know, and now this, this happened? Now you're telling me that this is going to happen? So even though he, he could have been furious and mad and upset, there, there's something to learn about Joseph. 
that something to learn about this man's personality, his character, that he was willing to divorce her quietly. In other words, I'm not going to shame you. I'm not going to make fun of you. I'm not going to, you know, embarrass you. So he was a man that, that understood and had humility. And yet, even thinking about all that, but then as, he, as, as we just read, read, an angel comes to him in a dream and sets the record straight. He said, listen, it's not what you're thinking. It's not what, you know, what, what people might be talking. How many people like to talk? And sometimes they talk more or they talk when they don't even have the facts. They didn't even know, you know, they might, they might know a little bit about the truth, you know, or half truth. And they can make up things about you. They, they can tell things about you that are not true. But guess what? People start to believe it, right? People start to believe it. And here was going on in her life. So Joseph said, you know what? I'm going to divorce her. But then the angels show up. And he tells them, listen, it's not what you're thinking. It's nothing like that at all. You know what? It's, it's the plan of God in her life. And what, we, what can we learn about preparing for God's visitation from Joseph's story today that we want? How many, you know, how many, how many want to be God's visitation in your life? How many of you want the Holy Spirit to show up? Some of you are like, oh, no, don't show up in my place. You know, uh, some of you might freak out and can't handle it. But, you know, but for the rest of us, we would like to have an encounter with God. Because when you have an encounter with God, there is transformation, there is change. You know what? There's something different about you when you have an encounter with God that changes your life forever. You know, when you, when you experience God to the fullness in your life, you know what? That, that ministry, church, you know, you know God, it, it doesn't become unrelevant to you because there's, a, there's an excitement in your spirit Something you look forward to. And here, Joseph, we can learn a few things real quick this morning. The first thing that we learn is God works in our lives. Do you think that Mary and Joseph were chosen to be Jesus' earthly parents randomly? Just, you know what, I'm just going to pick this couple and I'm just going to pick that. No, did God have, a, God had a, no, it's not like God had a big jar in heaven and, and had a bunch of names and he told the angel, hey, pick, put your name in the jar here and, and pick up some names out and, you know, and we see who comes out and, and, does, and they will be the ones that will, will, you know, no, that's not how it worked. As we have seen, both Mary and Joseph were very special people. More than anyone else, they were perfect for, for this incredible task that God has given to them. Both of them had a, the right attitude. The right attitude. If you remember Mary last week, we talked about when the encounter by the Holy Spirit that, that was going to happen to her. She goes, how can this be? But whatever that be, Lord, I'm willing to do it. You know what? Sometimes the attitude speaks more value about anything else. How do you respond when God is working in your life? And throughout this Christmas season, what is God speaking to your life? You know, what perspective you're seeing differently that you can say, you know what? God wants to do something great in my life. God wants to use in my life. But are you willing to surrender? Is the right attitude in your life? God and his purpose that, that are necessary. And, and they were committed to God in their lifestyle and the right attitude. That's why the Bible tells us this. It says, but 
When the fullness of time have come, God sent forth his son, born of a woman, born under the law. This is a fascinating verse of scripture. What does it mean to say the fullness of time had come? This is a very special, this is a very long uh, answer that, that, I can, that I can give you, but Suffice it to say that all scholars agree that the time was perfect politically, socially, and, and, and religiously in every way you can think about for the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, sometimes we stop and think. I heard people say, well, why did come Jesus come now when everything's more better, you know, technology and so on? You know, no. Well, it's not for us to know. But according to scholar, according to the scripture says, but when the fullness of time have come. In other words, this was the right time for the Lord to be born at that time. You know, it was perfectly in many, many ways. And we stop and think about it. You know, why did God send his son? It was that one period in history that was perfect for Jesus' arrival. This was the perfect time for the Lord Jesus' arrival. But how, but how you know, what else I can think play into, into, this, into this situation, into this world? It was a time in history where the perfect human parents could be found. <laughs> Come on, somebody. Ain't that something? You know, that was the time that maybe, hey, this is the time that I can find a perfect couple, a perfect people that is going to do my work and they're going to be submissive, they're going to be obedient, and they're going to follow through to the end. Because how many know people start something, they don't finish it? Have you ever known people who start jobs, or start something in life, or marriage, or, 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 or something, and, and they don't finish? You know what? They can start pretty, but they don't finish it. And how many know that I'd rather you start ugly, but finish pretty? Come on, somebody. But, but finish the line, finish the race. And here, here is fascinating when you stop and think about it. I know sometimes when you talk about Joseph, it's not like the most exciting part of the whole Christmas season. But I tell you what, he plays a major role in, 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 in the life of Jesus. He plays a, a major role in the Christmas season about Joseph being visit, visited by the angel. So, how, so what about us? Well, how does, how does that affect us today? Well, what is God looking for to, to accomplish his kingdom? What does he have his eyes on you right now, ready to reveal something surprisingly, things he expects you to accomplish? I mean, what, what if God is like saying, man, you know what? I'm going to use this young man. I'm going to use this young woman. You know, but are, are you ready? Are you prepared? Are you open? Are you receptive? To what God wants to do in your life. You know, if we talked about the past couple messages, you know, when, when we spoke to Sakurai and Mary, and we put ourselves in that in those shoes, it, are we ready to allow a transformation in our life that, that it changes our lives forever and say, God, I, I am ready for you? The scripture tells us this for we are for, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works. Good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Every single person who follows Jesus as Lord and Savior has been called to do good works in God's behalf. Now listen to me. 
This is important. That applies to you and me and all of us here and those who are watching online. Applies to all of us because, because we, were, we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works for him. So we have a responsibility. These good works are not done to, to, to earn salvation. They are done because we are, we are already saved. You know? So in other words, what we're doing right now, what we do, the works that we do for God, we're not doing the works to gain access to God. You know, no, no, because, no, as a matter of fact, the other way around, because we're saved, because he saved my soul, I want to do works for God. I want to work because he, he loves me so much that I'm willing to do what it needs to be done to further the kingdom of God. Amen. Ain't you glad you don't have to work for your, self, your salvation? Man, I can, I can start there for a minute and talk, preach on that. You know how people think they have to do certain things and... and, and, and Different religions and different cults and, and, and you know what and they've been brainwashed thinking if you do this if you don't do that you know you, you're not gonna enter heaven and, and we're gonna kick you out and so on you know but we don't do that we the Lord have saved our soul He died on the cross that we have access to Him and because we He loves us so much we want to do the works of God. There are more general work that applies to every Christian. We are to be witnesses for God. We are to give to his kingdom work. We are to live lives of holiness. We are to pray and, and the list go on and on when, we, when we're faithful to God. And that's exactly what we need to do, that we surrender our life completely to God and say, God, you know what? I, I care about you so much that I'm willing to do whatever it takes because, because you love me. I am created by you to do something. But sometimes God calls specific people to do a very specific work, and I get that. Not everybody, maybe it be a preacher. Not everybody play the, the piano. Not everybody, maybe be, but we all call to do something in the kingdom of God. We are one body worshiping God. No, even in this congregation right now, everybody have different talents, different abilities, different gifts, but we have one purpose, and that one purpose is to do what? To further the kingdom of God, reach souls for Jesus. You know, the people get saved. That's the number one point. That is the number one agenda as a church that we are to be doing is that we move forward in the kingdom of God. And, and, and I, I don't think he was just, and I don't think he's done with, with, with doing that in our lives. I don't believe God has done it. You know what? You have arrived. You, you, you're, you're chilling now. You can relax. You know, no, no, no. I believe that the, the, the further we go in the, in the things of God and the works of God, the busier we're supposed to be in the kingdom of God. There's, there's so much work to be done. There's so much work to be accomplished in the kingdom of God. Because if we don't continue working for the kingdom of God, we don't continue pushing forward and moving forward, guess what? The church becomes un un obsolete, becomes ineffective, and, and guess what? There are hundreds of churches closing down every year throughout America because they're not doing the works of God. We, 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 we're enjoying the teaching. We're enjoying the preaching. We're enjoying the worship. But that's as far as I'm going to go. And what happened is the church becomes crippled. And unaffected. Am I preaching this morning? 
it becomes unaffected. And what happens is that's exactly what the devil wants. The devil wants a church with no, no, not, not making a difference in the community. The devil wants a church that they just gather and sing a couple songs and move on. The church, the devil wants a church that, that, that have no power. But we, we cannot allow that. We got to continue pushing forward. You know, people, pastors ask me all the time, how are things going, man? We're just grinding because you got to keep working it. You know what? It's not just relaxed and life goes on. No. You know what? We, we got the congregation. We got to keep grinding. You know what? And then during COVID, I was talking to someone this morning. You know, ever since COVID put forward, there have been churches that have hardly nobody back in church or they have shut down. <laughs> you know what? You know what? You know why? Because we, we don't understand the workmanship created in Christ Jesus for his works. I know this is a Christmas story you were looking forward to this morning. But, but that's the truth. There's work to be done. And while I don't know exactly what God is calling you to do, I would not be a, <clears throat> a bit surprised if he called you to do something significant for God. You know, there's so much work to be done. There's so much work to be accomplished in the kingdom of God. Can I get an amen out there? There's work. There's work to be done. And it takes all of us working together to accomplish that work. And, and that's what is so important because God wants to work in your life. God wants to do something incredible in your life. Something that, that you say, God, I, I, I surrender. I give it all. You know, um, do something in, in my life, and, and we look at it, and we say, God, I just want to be used by you. Because you know what? It, it is so easy. It is so easy just to get relaxed. It can happen in your marriage. It can happen in your workplace. It, 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 can, it can happen with your, 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 in your family. You know, that, that we, just get, we just get in by in life. You know what, if, if, if you want just to get by life, well, that's fine. But I, I don't believe God has created us just to get by. I believe that there is so much more in my home that God wants to do. I believe there is so much more in my family that God wants to do, in my, even in my marriage. You know, you know we have celebrated 26 years uh, this past Wednesday. You know what, but I, I believe that there's the 26 years coming up are going to be a whole lot much better. Come on, somebody. It's going to be looking forward to greater things ahead of me than what's behind me. Can I get an amen? And it happens even with the ministry in the church. You know, here we're entering 2023 already. You know, yes, God has been good. God has been faithful. God has been wonderful. You know, you know what? This is the last Sunday I'll see you anyway, so I might as well let it rip. <laughs> Can I get it, man? You know what? The, the, you know what? And God has been good, but, man, there's so much more to be done. Not only that, but God provides a Savior. You know, I, I want to throw something out there that you might not have thought of before. Mary and Joseph were not the only, they were not only one raising the Savior of humankind. They were raising their Savior too. You know, when, when they gave birth, when she gave birth to Jesus, you know, they said, well, th this child's going to save the world. No, this child's going to save us too. Well, as we have seen, they were wonderful people and, and devoted followers of God. They, they were sinners in need of a Savior just like the rest of us. You know, the Bible tells us this. 
For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. For all includes you, includes me, includes the Pope, includes the president and, and Mary and Joseph. That time would come when, we, when they will also have to accept Jesus as the Lord of their lives, just like the rest of the fallen humanity. Think about it for a moment. Man, I tell you what, that's why it's so important that we understand what Christmas is all about. Christmas is about the, the birth of the Lord Jesus Christ. Because really he is the reason for the season. But, but, but also you are part of, the, of, that, of that reason. You are also the reason he came. It's for you and for me. He came for all of us. For all have sinned. And, and fall short of the glory of God. You know what? There is nobody perfect here this morning. Nobody. We all have made mistakes. And you probably even make mistakes just this past week that, that you might be ashamed of. To, to, you know, if we can have a big giant screen out here and they say, okay, play, play the life of so-and-so. Let's see what he did this week. You know, how many of you will be, you'd be ashamed of what, would be, what we all would be watching? You know what? And, and, and because we all have fall short. But thank God. Thank God that we, we have mercy. Can I get an amen? Thank God for grace because we, none of us are perfect. We learned some very specific and important things in the passage we began with. We, we learn. This is for in Christ lives all the fullness of God in a human body. We learn that Jesus is God in the flesh. God incarnate. There should be, they, they, he said they should call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. Jesus is presented to us in the scripture as, the, as both 100% God and 100% man. Well, we might not be able to explain that sufficiently. It doesn't negate the truth of that. You know what? He was full man and full God at the same time. The Bible tells us, the Bible tells us, for in Christ live all the fullness of God in a human body. Jesus knew what it was like to walk on earth as a man and deal with all the, all the same temptations, illness, changes in the, in the weather. You know, you know, he deal with people who are probably driving crazy, you know, irritating people. Have you, ever, have you ever been people who drive you crazy? Hard work. That we do, Jesus was full man. Think about it. Jesus related to what you're going through. You know, that's what's so important that, man, Jesus know our pain. Jesus know our struggles. Jesus, you know what? Uh, you know, I have, I have, I have in my home uh, uh, my library of books and so on. And, and I have sermons, sermons back of the 1800s, you know, preachers from England, and, and I, I read and study them. And, 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 and you know, sometimes the, the, the language is different because, you know, they're that England preaching, and sometimes you got to figure out how, what they're trying to say, you know. But, but you, you stop and you listen to these sermons, these old sermons, you know, old books that they're over 100 years old, you know, and I, and I, and I read them and I study them, you know, and, 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 and it's amazing. It is amazing that even with all the technology we have today, guess what? People back then had a lot of the problems we have today. A lot, a lot of those preachers were, were, you know, they were preaching messages that apply, 
you know, if I were to take one message here today and preach it to you, you will respond to it because what, what people gone through over 100 years ago, we're going through today. We talk about stress, temptation, struggles. You know what? You know, issues with life. You know what? We all have it. You know, it, it, it hasn't changed. And Jesus experienced all of that himself. Yet, at the same time, he had lived in eternity. You know, past, the Bible tells us that he is the creator of the universe. That's what the scripture says, for through him God created everything in the heavenly realm and on the earth. He made that things you can see and the things that we can see, such as the throne, kingdoms, rulers, and authorities in the unseen world. Everything was created through him and for him. So when you stop and think about the Christmas, man, it's all, it was all about, it's about Jesus. That's why anywhere you slice the pie is about the Lord Jesus Christ. Because this is, this is what we need to talk about. The, the encounter they had, we learned that Jesus came to earth with a mission. He didn't come here just to be born of a virgin and, 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 and placed in a manger. Just Jesus came with a very specific purpose. For the Bible tells us this, says, says, for the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. Jesus came to save his, his earthly mother and father. He came to save me and you. He came on a mission with, with that, with, with, which involved living a life without sin, dying on a cross for our, for, for our, for, for our sins in our life. He, he raised from the dead three days later. My, my church, he had a mission. And, 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 and there was nothing that, that would take him off that mission that he had. And trust me, there were times that he probably would say, let this cup pass by me. I, I don't want to go through it. But he was submissive and obedient to the end. You know, how many of those times you don't want to do certain things, but you say, I have to go. Like every Monday morning, you got to go to work. You don't feel like going to work, but you got to go to work. You know, how many of you work out Monday morning say, I'm so glad I'm going to work this morning. It's the best day of the week. I'm looking forward to working with my coworkers and, and my boss. He, he bosses me around all the time. I, I'm just looking forward to today. Some of you are like, really? Going to work? You know, and you go to work because you know you have to go to work. Because you don't go to work, you won't have a job. And you have a job, you can't support your habits. Jesus did it because he loves you. He went to the cross because he loves you, because he cares about you. Come on, Pastor Eric. We learned that Jesus wanted to join him. And you know, Jesus, Jesus, we learned that Jesus wanted us to join him in his mission. Jesus upset all of his followers to, to join him. The Bible says, as the Father has sent me, even so I am sending you. He said, you know what? You know, just like God sent me, I'm going to send you too. We have a work to be done. And then it says, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations. Baptize them in the name of the Father and in the whole and of the Son and in the Holy Spirit. This Christmas, the most important thing that we can do is, as believers is to share the message of Jesus' birth 
life, death, and resurrection with other people. Man, if, if we don't share that message of hope and we don't share the message of, of love to other people, man, we, we are missing what Christmas is all about. We're, we're missing the point. We need to share the message. And how many know there's a lot of people who need Jesus nowadays and never before? They might be close to your neighborhood and close to your area. But we all need to share the message of hope. And sometimes that's hard. But we need to pray and say, God, lead lead me on how to share, how to witness, share the message of hope. The last thing is, is this. God expects a response. God expects a response from us. You know, we need to respond to that. Because if we don't respond to what the Lord has in store for us, let's turn to Joseph for a minute. His initial response to Mary's pregnancy was to walk away from the relationship. And that is completely understandable. You know, Joseph had have every right to walk out. He had to have every right to leave. Most of us would have probably have done the same. But he listened to the angel and accepted the message that was brought to him from God and and acted upon it. Think about it. The angel appeared to him and spoke to him and and told him what, what was happening and what was about to happen. He accepted that response. There is no place in the text to suggest that any of this was forced upon him. He had to make a choice, and he chose the right choice. There's nothing in Scripture to say that he was forced to do this. I believe if Joseph would have walked out, God would have, God would took care of take care of Mary. The the mission would still be fulfilled. But Joseph stood there. He responded. He had the right response to that. Listen to this. As Joe Gregory has said, if we stop romancing and and idolizing Joseph in activities set or on a Christmas card and look at him as things actually were, we ought to have a great deal of sympathy for him. He was bestowed or engaged to a young woman who was suddenly and strangely pregnant. And an angel said this in an act of God. This is an act of God. Then this cabinet maker had to drop all his tools, go to Bethlehem for a census. Surely after that, there is another warning in a dream that he flees to Egypt where he has no network, no connections, no job, no place to stay. If you look at the life of Joseph, the man who says nothing, you can summarize it in a single simple word. There was in his life an an immediate obedience to the word of God. Think about it. This man, he gave up everything. Put it all down. Put it all down. God spoke, take this young woman. He's going to have a child. And then going through, through times of struggles where he had to flee to go to Egypt 
and all this stuff, no connection, no networking. They, they had nothing back then. They have no Facebook, no Instagram, no, you know, LinkedIn thing, whatever, whatever you connect people to work. Nothing. But he was obedient to God. You know what? Sometimes we stop and think about it. If he would have suffered from mental illness, from all the stress that he was facing, all the, all the questions. You know, we have a problem in our society today with mental illness. That's what we got we to gotta put our lives toward Jesus. Because if we put our life to the things of the world, it will drive us crazy. We got to trust in God. We got to trust in God. God has given each of us a choice as well when it comes to his son, Jesus Christ. You know what? Many of you maybe here this morning, you know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Maybe many of you are, maybe you're not sure. Maybe you're not sure where you are with God this morning. You, 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 you go to church, but you don't know where you stand with the Lord. Maybe you're watching online. You've never heard the message of or the Christmas story, or you don't know Jesus in your heart. You know what? This is the time to accept Jesus. This is the time to receive. You know what? The greatest gift you can give is yourself. Man, the greatest gift that you can give to anyone is yourself, to the Lord Jesus Christ. God is watching us. You know, they have that elf on the shelf where he watches you. And you buy those, you know, put them them someplace, and then the next day you put them somewhere else because that's proof that he went and reported to to, to Santa and, and then came back. You know? But, but, um, you thought we were going something else, didn't y'all? You, you have dirty mind thinkers. But he reports back to Santa. You know what? The, the Holy Spirit's watching us. The Holy Spirit watches us. You know, pull yourself, pull yourself, give yourself to the Lord. With every head bowed for a moment, let me ask you this question. He said, Pastor Carlos, I, I, I want to give my, my life to the Lord Jesus Christ. I want to give my life to God. I want to I walk with God this, this morning. And during this Christmas season, Lord, as we're talking about the life of Joseph, Lord. Lord, Joseph was a man who, who surrendered his life for a purpose. He, had, he gave it all for you, Lord. He responded. He responded in a way that that you use him in a powerful way. And Father, this morning we pray, Lord, that you will search our hearts this morning. That you will search our hearts this morning. Search our, our spirits, Father. Touch it with your Holy, Holy Ghost. And you hear this morning, say, Pastor Carl, I just need prayer this morning. I just need encouragement. Maybe you just need the Lord this morning. And if that's you on a count of three, where, wherever you're at, just leave your hand up. One. Two, three, lift them up. I see that hand. I see that hand. Anybody else? You can put him down. Thank you. Anybody else? You want to just make sure? Hallelujah. I'm going to ask everyone to stand up for a moment. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Father, in the name of Jesus, Father, we pray right now, Lord. Lord, we pray right now for 
those who lift up their hands and those who might be watching online, Lord, who responded to this message. God, I pray, Lord, that, Lord, let, 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 us, let us this morning, Lord, as we have that visitation of the Holy Spirit in our lives and our hearts, God, I pray that you will search us, you will transform us, you will give us hope, Lord, because you're the only hope that we have in this world. And Father, we pray that we put ourselves, we put ourselves, and we give it all to you. you. We are the present, Lord, and we give ourselves to you this morning. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.